featuring a look at tonight's game as well as all the top baseball news of the day. We'll meet our special guest in just a moment. The Mariner Watch is brought to you by the Pepsi-Cola Bottling Companies of Seattle and Tacoma, makers of Pepsi-Cola, and by Langendorf Bread, the old-fashioned white bread baked the old-fashioned way, very, very slowly. Langendorf Old-Fashioned White Bread. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Kingdom, and this, the American League inaugural for 1977, as we kick off Major League Baseball here in the Pacific Northwest. I'm Ken Wilson along with Dave Niehaus and we're thrilled to be here tonight. It looks like it'll be a capacity crowd or very near to capacity of 59,095 here in this beautiful, beautiful facility for the great game of baseball. So many things will be happening here in the next 30 minutes prior to the first pitch. Dave will be along to talk with Mariner manager Daryl Johnson. The many, many dignitaries in town will be involved in the pregame ceremonies. Of course, the introduction of both the home Seattle Mariners and the visiting California Angels. And that'll all be a part of our Mariner watch here this evening. The tradition, of course, of baseball here in the Pacific Northwest. So many communities have had this great game of organized baseball as we know it. And, of course, Seattle in particular, with the long history in the Pacific Coast League, the many names who have gone by here in the great Northwest. And tonight, a new era really begins with the Seattle Mariners, the team of the Pacific Northwest. The Kingdom, the $60 million facility tonight, its very first baseball game, the American League opener for 1977. So we're underway. A band playing from Bremerton here on the AstroTurf at the Kingdom. The facility just as spiff and beautiful as you would expect. And if you're with us here tonight in the Kingdom, we're certainly glad you're here. And wherever you may be in Washington, Oregon, Northern California, or Idaho, we're glad you're tuned our way and we hope you'll be with us for all 162 games here in 1977. Well, Dave Niehaus will be along to get a preview of tonight's game in the season from Mariner manager Daryl Johnson when Mariner Watch continues in just a moment. A smile can wake the sun up to what your world could be. And with every brand new moment, you're alive, you're feeling free. Make this day a celebration. Come and taste the Pepsi way. Life is what it should be when you have a Pepsi day. Come on, come on, come on and taste the Pepsi way. Come on, come on, come on and have a Pepsi day. Wrap a thirsty smile around it, raise a Pepsi up and down it. Come on, come on and have a Pepsi day. Come on, come on and make this day a celebration. Come on, come on, enjoy the Pepsi. special no matter what kind of entertainment business you're in and I guess baseball has to be considered not only a sport but entertainment business and on opening night here in the Kingdom it'll be an all-time major league record for a night game in an opener my guest the skipper of the Seattle Mariners you've had a lot of thrills in your career managing first of all in the minor leagues perhaps putting on a uniform for the first time certainly playing in the World Series managing in the World Series where would this fit in that category here you are with a brand new club 
Well, David, I think uh, the excitement uh, that I feel tonight is very similar uh, to managing uh, in the World Series. I think that when you're a player in the World Series, the actual big uh, thing, uh, possibly a little bit more, but you were younger then also. And I'll tell you what, this is uh, this city and this area uh, is just tremendous. The fans create such enthusiasm, not only in myself, but my ball players. Uh, we're all just so excited that I can't even tell you. I really can't. Any special instructions at all, especially to the youngsters that may be making their Major League debut tonight? And there are a few. Well, David, I don't believe that the way that these boys feel, any words would make them feel less excited or whatever to think. I think that uh, I really wouldn't want them any other way. I think that uh, to see their enthusiasm, and I know that they're going to, and these are going to be knocking a little bit and uh, this type of thing, but I really wouldn't want it any other way because it will wear off as uh, we go into the ball game, and uh, there is no way that you can stop these things from happening. We talked to you the first week of spring training, the last time on the air. Now, here it is, opening night. Do you have about what you thought you would have? Do you have a ball club a little better than, the, than you thought you would have? David, when we went into spring training, I think that the one thing that I know for sure is that we are better defensively on the infield than I thought we were going to be, mainly because Danny Meyer progressed so well at first base, and Bill Stein has just been outstanding as a defensive third baseman, which going in I thought would be rather average. The middle infielders, your shortstop and second baseman, are just about what I thought because I knew that they were good defensive players, and they've showed me that they are good defensive players. But really, that was the biggest thing and the biggest improvement over what I anticipated coming into this day today. Your pitching, somewhat hampered. Dick Pohl, a guy you're counting on later, and Frank McCormick, another young man who maybe has the best arm in camp, both on the disabled list. Well, David, you're exactly right. Uh, certainly those two boys not only had pitched well down there in spring training, but they had showed us that they were going to be in our starting rotation uh, at this time. As you well know, and I've already said that they're on the disabled list. Uh, we have some other guys taking their place. And uh, I always look at the optimistic side. These other two guys will get a chance to pitch baseball where possibly they wouldn't have. Maybe something good will come out of it for uh, on down the line as months go by in this thing to where we'll make a, a decision that will help our ball club for the rest of the year. Truly, the Cinderella story of the night, Darrell, has to be your starter, Diego Segui. Segui, the most valuable player with the Seattle Pilots in 1969. Here he is eight years later getting the start for the Seattle Mariners. 38 years young, and yet he has been so impressive in camp. Well, I'll tell you what, I, of course, I've known Diego Day for a long time, and to be honest with you, he throws the ball just as good today as he did those, those eight, nine, ten years ago. Uh, the man earned the right to be the pitcher. He pitched very well in spring training, especially his last two or three times out, and uh, I don't think that we could be in better hands than Diego Segui. You think even he, the veteran that he is, has butterflies tonight? You better believe it, Dave, and he's no different than all the rest of those boys out there, whether they're 21 or 38. Uh, they all feel pretty much the same way. Opening night at the Kingdome, my guest, the skipper of the Seattle Mariners, Daryl Johnson, and we'll get back to him when Mariner Watch continues in just a moment. Speed, the essence of the game, and speed is what's so important to a ball club, and the Mariners have a lot of it. But without it, a team might as well open the cellar door and slide right down to the bottom. But at Langendorf, they don't know the meaning of the word speed, and for a very good reason. You see, Langendorf old-fashioned white bread is baked the old-fashioned way, slowly, very, very slowly. Because slow baking improves Langendorf's old-fashioned white bread's taste and texture. Slow baking bakes the loaf more evenly, and slow baking makes the bread toast better and stay fresher. 
But even slow baking can't do a thing for a white bread if the ingredients aren't right. So Langendorf old-fashioned white bread uses only the finest quality ingredients. That way, you have the good old-fashioned taste of a good old-fashioned white bread. Langendorf old-fashioned white bread. The slower baked, the better. April Darrell Johnson, my guest on opening night here at the Kingdom, the Kingdom. You've had a couple of days to work out. Oohs and ahs, platitudes from everyone. Has anything surprised you about it? Dave, I think uh, a little bit. Uh, first of all, I think that our playing surface is not quite as fast as I anticipated, which I like very much. I think that the ball uh, carries a little bit better than I anticipated. Uh, coming in here, hearing about the Houston Astrodome and how difficult it was to hit a ball out of their ballpark. Uh, this is not going to be a tough park to hit a home run on, especially uh, down the lines and out into right center and left center. It will be a fair ballpark to both sides and so forth, but I think it's just a little bit easier to hit a home run here than what I anticipated. Do you think your ball club, as the year wears on, will have an advantage because they play in the kingdom? Well, I would say definitely yes, David, because if you haven't played in a place like this before, it's, uh, you're almost awestruck. I think that there are certain areas of the lighting and, and the roof and the ball come into play, which nobody, if they haven't ever played in a dome before, uh, they might struggle with it for at least a day or two. And we will get used to that uh, ball up in the air in certain areas to where we can take care of it. It's no big problem to us. And uh, I think it will give us a little edge playing in here, yes. A word about the opposing pitcher tonight, because he is a young man, although he be only 23 years old, I think one of the great ones playing in baseball today, Southpaw Frank Tanana. Any particular instructions to your guys about Tanana and the way he'll try to pitch it? No, because really, uh, Frank does not set patterns on anybody. Uh, he's a highly intelligent pitcher for a young man, and you and I both know that he's one of the best pitchers in the game of baseball. I just hope that catching him a little bit early like this, that our hitters can go up there. I hope his control might be a little bit off. And uh, I know that we'll be battling him out there tonight, and he'll be battling us. Uh, we'll just let the best man win. Enrique Romo gets a start against Nolan Ryan tomorrow night. We don't want to look ahead, but he, again, has to be one of the real stories of the camp. A 29-year-old rookie making his debut tomorrow night. Has he impressed you that much? He has impressed me tremendously. Well, the man came to me certainly as a complete stranger down to our spring training camp in Arizona. And uh, I had reports on him from various people in our own scouting. I'll tell you what, the man is better than what they said in my eyes at this point. And uh, I know darn well that he will go out there and pitch uh, tomorrow in tomorrow's baseball game, and he'll do a darn good job for the Mariner Ball Club. People have asked you time and time again, how many games do you think you can win? I believe the Los Angeles Angels, before they were named the California Angels, in 1961 in their expansion year, won 70 games. And I believe that's the all-time record. I believe the Houston Astros in their expansion year won 69 games. Your theory in baseball is that, well, things will take care of themselves if they can improve day after day, week after week, month after month. Have they improved week after week in spring training? David, it was amazing uh, to me. And really, I feel great going in, and I know that spring training is different than the actual season. If we can improve uh, in the time as months go by, the way we did as we came out of that camp down there, I'll be the happiest man in the world because, again, those wins and losses will take care of themselves if we can improve, keep improving during the season as we did down in spring training. Another man on the disabled list, he'll be in uniform tonight, will be introduced very shortly, Larry Cox. How's that split finger of his coming along? 
much better than we anticipated. Uh, by the time that he is ready to come off the disabled list, uh, which I don't know the exact day, David, is the fact he is ready to go, right? Uh, not necessarily today, but by that time, he will be completely healthy and ready to go. All right, Ken Wilson will come along, and he'll give the starting lineup in just a moment. But before he does, let's have the skipper give the starting lineup here, the first game ever in Seattle Mariner history from top to bottom. Well, we're leading off with uh, Dave Collins, uh, a switch hitter that's uh, playing in the DH position tonight. We got uh, Jose Baez playing second base. We got Steve Braun playing left field. We have Leroy Stanton playing right field. We have Bill Stein at third base. We have Danny Meyer at first base. We have Rupert Jones in center field. We have Bruce uh, Bob Stinson catching, and Craig Reynolds playing shortstop. And as we've already said, Diego Segui is our pitcher for tonight's game. Skip, thank you so much. It's an exciting evening for this reporter, and I know for the manager we're speaking to. Good luck. I'm looking forward to it, and we can use the luck. Thank you. Dell Johnson, our guest from the Kingdom, and coming up, Ken will look at the baseball scoreboard. There was one game played this afternoon in the snow back in Cincinnati. You'll have a report on that when Mariner Watch continues in 60 seconds. A smile can wake the sun up to what your world could be. And with that great brand new moment, you're alive, you're feeling free. at the King Dome along with Dave Niehaus and before we check the Cincinnati National League opener and the other American League inaugurals and National League openers to come up in the next few days here at the moment the dignitaries have been introduced between home plate and pitcher's mound to this near capacity crowd and at the moment the visiting California Angels are being introduced and Frank Tanana being introduced now warming up in the right field bullpen after the very Starting nine has been introduced, and right now the players beyond the starting lineup of the Angels are being introduced. We'll go down and pick the continuing introduction of the Angels up, and that'll be followed, of course, by the introduction for the first time ever of the Seattle Mariners. So down to the field here at the Kingdome. Number 45, pitcher Paul Hartzell. Number 16, infielder Ron Jackson. Number 18 for the Angels, outfielder Bobby Jones. Number 33, pitcher Don Kirkwood. Number 43, pitcher Sid Manji. Number 17, infielder for the Angels, Orlando Ramirez. Number 47, pitcher Gary Rock. Number 19 on the Angels squad, pitcher Mickey Scott. Number 42, pitcher Wayne Simpson. And number 48, pitcher John Deerhoven. And finally, and finally a man who has pitched four no-hitters in his career and who will be pitching for the Angels tomorrow night, Nolan Ryan. 
The Angel Coaches, number 49, Bob Clear. Let's introduce number one, Angel Coach Del Crandall. Number six, Dave Garcia. Number 24, Billy Muffin. And number 50, Jimmy Reese. Also, the American League senior trainee, trainer, rather, Freddie Frederico. And the equipment managers, Mickey Shoshito and Fred Gonzale. We've been waiting a long time for this, ladies and gentlemen. Let me get right into it. Introducing our Seattle Mariners. Roger Logan. 
with the introduction of both teams, we await now the singing of our national anthem. And I'll tell you, we're just minutes away from the first pitch of the 1977 American League season. It's quite a setting, the beautiful kingdom, with virtually every seat taken for this great event here tonight. To sing the national anthem is Marnie Nixon, the color guard on the field behind the shortstop position, and we're just about set for our national anthem. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we ask that you please rise and join in the singing of our national anthem. Tonight's national anthem will be sung by popular KOFO TV personality, Marnie Nixon. American League inaugural. The National League kicked off in cold, snowy weather in Cincinnati today. The Reds beat the San Diego Padres 5-3. Fryman the winner, Jones the loser, Geronimo a home run for the Reds. Well, guests appearing on our pre- and post-game shows receive a beautiful Seiko watch. They have their choice of a handsome men's model, which is a stainless steel waterproof blue dial with a day-date calendar, or a lovely fashion-style lady Seiko with a yellow case and link bracelet, courtesy of Seiko. We'll be talking about the American League openers the rest of the week and the senior circuit openers and setting more of the stage for this great ball game. But that'll do it for now for this edition of Mariner One. This has been the Mariner Watch, a look at the events leading up to tonight's game. And now we invite you to stay tuned for exciting Major League Baseball coming up next on the Seattle Mariner Baseball Network. Mariner Watch brought to you by Langendorf Bread, the old-fashioned white bread baked the old-fashioned way very, very slowly. Langendorf old-fashioned white bread. And by the Pepsi-Cola bottling companies of Seattle, Tacoma, makers of Pepsi-Cola. See what Chevron can do for you today. See what Chevron can do for you. See what Chevron can do for you.
what Chevron can do for you today. Chevron Unleaded Gasoline can do a lot for your car. If you're driving a new car or one of the older models that can use unleaded gasoline, try a tank full. Unleaded gasoline can help prolong the life of your muffler, help prevent spark plug fouling. Chevron Unleaded also minimizes harmful deposits that can wear down your engine, helping your car run clean down the highway of life. That's what your Chevron stations can do for you today. See what Chevron can do for you today along the Chevron way. It's Seattle Mariner baseball time. Seattle Mariner baseball is brought to you by... Chevron. Remember, for all your motoring needs, you'll find the best along the Chevron way. By the Champions Spark Plug Company, who reminds you that the fresher your plugs, the better your mileage. By Olympia Beer. No matter what else may change in the world, a great beer doesn't. And Ole never will. By Chevrolet. Like baseball, hot dogs, and apple pie, Chevy is an American favorite. And by Seattle First National Bank. When you want something new in banking, look for it first at Seattle First. and welcome to the fabulous Kingdome for tonight's American League opener between the Seattle Mariners and the California Angels. At this moment, the umpires meeting with Mariner manager Daryl Johnson and the California manager Norm Sherry talking over the new ground rules, taking a look at things, getting organized, and the first pitch about to be thrown out near the Mariners' third base dugout here at the Kingdome. So we're all set. So many things we'll be able to talk about during this broadcast and this very first Mariner season. And we're certainly glad you're with us. A great, great sight to see almost every seat taken here at the Kingdom for this opening. But we'll be along to check the starting lineups for this momentous game in just one minute. At United Airlines, you are a very important person. So in honor of you, the boss, United launches our brand new ocean-to-ocean -ocean service to the East Coast. It's coach with first-class extras like steak and shrimp, duck a l'orange, or our famous deli buffet. The best of ocean-to-ocean, United Ocean-to-ocean. Fresh linen napkins, steaming hot towels, first-run movies for television, and much more. So bon voyage, boss. When you fly coach on United, you don't go second class. Fly the friendly skies of United. Where you're the boss. With nobody can deny. Fly the friendly skies of United where the boss gets first class extras in coach with United's ocean to ocean service to New York daily. the kingdom, Senator Henry Jackson of the great state of Washington being introduced to a mixed reaction from this large crowd as he is set to throw out the traditional first ball. Here it goes. He cocks his arm once, ready to toss it from the third base box seat. 
to Bob Stinson, the Mariners' starting catcher in the first ball. The opening ceremony, first pitch, has been thrown here at the Kingdom. So Major League Baseball is back. 1977, the American League season underway. Let's take a look at the starting lineups for this game for the California Angels leading off and starting at second base, Jerry Remy. Remy at second base. Shortstop Bobby Gritch hits second, Gritch at short. The third hitter for the Angels is Bobby Bonds. Bonds in right field. Batting fourth, the DH, Don Baylor. Baylor, the designated hitter. Starting in left field, Joe Rudy. Rudy in left. Batting sixth, that first base for the Angels, Tony Salita. Salita at first. The center fielder is Bruce Bakhti. Bakhti in center field. Batting eighth and playing third base for California, Dave Chalk. Chalk at third. Catching and hitting ninth for the Angels, Terry Humphrey. Humphrey, the catcher. And starting, the left-hander, Frank Tanana, making his second start in a season opener. The Mariners now being introduced quickly as they take the field for the first time ever here in the kingdom, and you can hear the crowd in the background. Well, it is goosebump time as the Mariners have taken the field here on the AstroTurf at the kingdom, and Diego Segui right there throws his first warm-up pitch as we take a look at the starting lineup for the Mariners. In this first game ever, leading off the designated hitter, Dave Collins. Collins, the DH. Hitting second and playing second base, Jose Baez. Baez at second base. The third hitter is Steve Braun. Braun in left field. Batting fourth, the right fielder, Lee Stanton. Stanton in right field. The third baseman hits in the fifth slot for the Mariners, Bill Stein. Stein at third base. Dan Meyer is the starting first baseman. Meyer at first. Rupert Jones starts in center field and bats seventh. Jones in center field. The eighth hitter is catcher Bob Stinson. Stinson the catcher. Playing shortstop tonight for Daryl Johnson's crew, young Craig Reynolds. Reynolds at short, the ninth hitter. 38-year-old Diego Segui, the Mariners' starting pitcher tonight, taking his warm-up tosses out on the mound. Diego Segui had a tremendous spring. Here he is back after a year in the minor leagues, a former big league player with the Seattle Pilots. It's he against Frank Tanana. The home plate umpire is Bill Haller. At first base, Bill Kunkel. Ron Luciano at second base. Ken Kaiser at third base. This is the moment we have waited for, and a gentleman who has broadcast Major League Baseball for eight seasons in Los Angeles with the California Angels watching his old team tonight as the voice of the new Seattle Mariners. It's my pleasure to introduce and to work with in this first season ever a great gentleman, Dave Niehaus. Thank you, Ken Wilson. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the initial voyage of the Seattle Mariners' Diego Segui. The first pitch in history is a strike taken at the knees by Jerry Remy leading it off. And the crowd roars, and the plate umpire, Bill Haller, will toss the first ball thrown by Diego Segui down to Bill Stein, who will go over and hand it to the owner's box here. And we must have close to capacity around 60,000 fans. What a thrill it is to be here on opening night. Oh, and one the count on Jerry Remy. Rupert Jones plays him pulled over into left center field. Speaking of thrills, what do you think is going through Diego Segui's mind? The next pitch, a fastball rides high. One ball and one strike, and for a while, every pitch will draw a cheer or an ooh or an ah or a boo. 
One ball and one strike on Remy. The outfield, Steve Braun in left. Jones into left center. Straight away in right is Leroy Stanton. One ball and one strike. The 38-year-old Cuban right-hander, Seguiz, next pitch just high and outside. Ball two, two balls and one strike. Diego Segui in his career has had excellent success against the California Angels. He has an earned run average of under three, 2.51 to be exact. The 2-1 pitch to Remy and a foul right back to our left and right back into my old broadcasting partner's booth, Don Drysdale, sitting off to our left. Come on, Big D, reach up and catch those, lad. He's been ducking line drives all his life. Two balls and two strikes. Are you worried, David? The first foul ball in history in the kingdom misses us in our high perch by five feet. <laughs> two balls and two strikes on Remy. Segui checking sides with his battery mate Bobby Stinson. And Diego's 2-2 pitch to Remy. A fastball just low and outside. So the first batter to face Diego Segui goes full three balls and two strikes. Jerry Remy had an outstanding spring, hit 300 with a couple of home runs, 13 RBIs. Last year, the most valuable player in the Angel organization. The 3-2 pitch to him, a high fastball, ball four. So the first man to come to the plate here in the kingdom gets a base on balls from Diego Segui. And Segui calls Roger Logan, the Seattle Mariner equipment man, out having trouble with that brand new hat, and he wants another one. Dave, if you can feel tension, and I guess the way life is, you can. The excitement and the tension here, it's like bring out the knife or the machetes and try to cut through it. Just a tremendous moment. Well, it will wear down now as the ball game unfolds uh, another three or four batters, and we'll hopefully see a normal ball game. But there is nothing really normal about opening night. Here is Bobby Gritch. Bobby Gritch, who signed to the tune of $1,550,000 as a free agent last year with Baltimore, hitting 266 with 13 home runs, 54 RBIs. Gritch had a fine spring after missing a, the first two and a half weeks because of muscle spasms. Hitting a 298 in the spring with a home run, he had seven driven across. Remy held on over there by Danny Meyer, one foot on the carpet and one foot on the dirt, and he draws a throw to first base and scampers back to the bag. Just underway before a jam-packed house at the Kingdom. Gritch wearing the number four on the back of his traveling Angel Grays. There goes Remy to pitch a strike, throw through to second base on a bounce, not nearly in time. So Jerry Remy picks up the Angels' first steal of the year, and he stole it easily. As a breaking pitch thrown by Diego Segui that time gave Remy plenty of chance to get down there. Segui is an easy pitcher to steal on because Diego gives you that big, elaborate kick when he comes to the plate. And the throw was on a hop by Bobby Stinson down to second base. So the Angels have a runner at second base, scoring position, nobody out. The count on Bobby Gritch, no balls, one strike. Gritch, that right foot right on the back of that right-handed batter's box, a slightly closed stance. The outfield plays him just about straight away, although Rupert Jones a shade or two into left center. The stretch and the 0-1 pitch, a curve foul back up against the netting. So Segui moves ahead of Bobby Gritch, no balls and two strikes. Gene Autry spending over $5 million for three free agents, a million five fifty for Gritch. 
$1,590,000 for Baylor and $2,090,000 for Rudy. Remy away from second. Segui checks back there, and the pitch on the way to Gritch is pulled foul outside of third. After two days of practice here at the Kingdom, the ball players have found that the ball has traveled much better than they thought it would when they moved into this covered, magnificent edifice. The balls were flying out of here yesterday and the day before that. And the Angels found also that the ball will really fly. So you're going to see more home runs than you thought you might have when you come to the Kingdom. The stretch in the 0-2 pitch, a fastball just inside. One ball and two strikes. Segui this spring, 1-0 with a 3.15 ERA. Diego returning to the scene of eight years ago, Seattle, Washington, where he was the most valuable player. The 1-2 pitch. A curveball got him swinging. Strike three. So a nice curveball from Diego Segui that time. Gritch waved at it and couldn't find it, and Segui has the first kingdom strikeout, and of course everything that happens tonight will be a first. A night of firsts, Mr. Niehaus. First broadcast, first game, and I guess the first goosebumps tonight. Ah, yes, indeed. Here is Bobby Bonds. Bonds healthy once again this year. He played in only 99 games with the Angels last year in the final exhibition game of the year, slid into home plate in the Dodgers series and fractured a bone in the middle finger of his right hand and played with it fractured all year long. When Norm Sherry took over, he wanted to stay. The stretch and the check of Remy at second. The pitch to Bonds, a slider away. Ball one. One ball and no strikes. And he stayed to help Norm Sherry get his feet on the ground after Dick Williams was let go. And Bonds then, in August, decided to have the surgery and has had a fine spring, hitting at 340. Bonds with a couple of home runs this spring, nine runs driven across. The 1-0 pitch to him, a wave and a miss, strike one. One ball and one strike. So Segui with a base on balls to Remy, the stolen base. Now the strikeout of Bobby Gritch in the count on Bobby Bonds. One ball and one strike. Bonds a squared stance at the plate, wearing the numerals 2-5 on the back of those traveling angel double nets. And the 1-1 pitcher goes Remy to third, swung on and missed, throw through to third, safe at third is Remy. So Jerry Remy steals second, and Jerry Remy then steals third as Bond swings through a Diego Siggy fastball, and the count, one ball and two strikes, and again, what a jump Remy had. Jerry Remy getting off to a tremendous start. He has told everyone during spring training in the Angels camp that this year, after stealing in the mid-30s two seasons in a row, he would steal 45 or 50 bases, and I'll tell you, he hasn't taken long to nab two. And Siggy in the situation now where he would just love to have that strikeout. With a count, one ball and two strikes to Bobby Bonds, of course, because the fly ball could score Remy from third base with the first run ever in the kingdom. And he has things his way on Bonds, one ball and two strikes. Segui just staring down to Bobby Stinson. Veteran right-hander goes to the glove, stares over at Remy. The one-two pitch just inside and low and battered around by Bobby Stinson. He keeps it in front of him a little bit to the left, so Remy cannot advance. Two balls and two strikes that count on Bonds. Don Baylor will be next. Bonds last year, even with the broken finger, had 10 home runs and 54 RBIs. Outfield deep for Bobby. Bobby Lee Bonds from Riverside, California. Segui 
Taking a lot of time. Veteran right-hander again looks over at Remy at third. The 2-2 pitch. A curveball got him swinging. Strike three. Diego Segui, one out away from wiggling off the hook, but here is a million-dollar man in his own right, Don Baylor. A million five hundred ninety thousand dollars tucked in that rear pocket of his for six years of employment by the California Angels, and Diego Segui has struck out Messrs. Gritch and Bonds and now has to dispose of Baylor. If he does so, you will hear a roar come up from the kingdom. The stretch and the pitch to Baylor, swing and a miss. Pops out of the glove of Bobby Stinson. 0-1, the count on Don Baylor. Baylor, before he steps back in, kind of studying the situation, reaches up and pushes that batting helmet back down on his head. Meanwhile, Segui just staring down, nodding okay to Stinson. This will be the one-strike delivery, and here it comes. A slider, a line drive into right center field. It's slicing away from Stanton. It'll take one hop against the wall. Leroy has it bounce away from him. The second base is Baylor. He'll hold there. Scoring on the play is Remy, and the Angels lead it one to nothing. So Don Baylor, a line drive into right field, slicing away from Leroy Stanton on one hop against the board, goes for a double, and the honor forever of scoring the first run. And the King Dome will go to second baseman Jerry Remy of the California Angels in the first base hit. That by the designated hitter, Don Baylor. Here is Joe Rudy. Rudy hitting at 281 on the spring. And you talk about clutch men as far as RBIs are concerned. Here is the man right here, Joe Rudy. Segui goes to first base. They throw to first base. Do not get the appeal play. They thought that Baylor may have missed first on his way to second, but he did not. The umpires tonight, Bill Haller calling the balls and strikes. Bill Kunkel is at first base. Ron Luciano, colorful Ron, is at second. And Kenny Kaiser is around at third, one of the rookie umpires in the American League. There are four this year. Rudy, that closed stance. Segui, again, taking a lot of time. Now the veteran ready as the second baseman Baez fakes going behind Baylor and the sliders down low and away. One to nothing. The Angels lead it in the top half of the first on opening night. The Mariners having an excellent spring in Arizona. Won nine ball games and came along day by day by day just the way manager Darrell Johnson, one of them, as you heard him tell me on the pregame show, improvement every day. The 1-0 pitch on the way now to Joe Rudy. A swing and a miss. A good slider. One ball and one strike. Segui earned this post. He was the most effective pitcher in spring training. Ironically, Diego Segui pitched for Darrell Johnson in the 1975 World Series, a perfect inning for the Boston Red Sox in that classic series against the Cincinnati Reds. One ball, one strike. Moving in behind the runner at second base, Baylor is a shortstop Reynolds, but Baylor sees him, and then Segui just steps off the rubber to give Craig, the youngster, getting his first start on opening night at shortstop. There is only one man in the Mariner lineup making his debut. The pitch to Rudy is swing and a miss. One and two. 
The one man in the Seattle Mariner lineup making his major league debut tonight would be the second baseman Jose Baez. Baez playing in the minors until tonight. One ball, two strikes on Rudy. Baylor at second base. The Angels lead at one nothing. Diego reaches for the ball. And the 1-2 pitch to Joe Rudy instead is a step off the rubber by Diego Segui. Segui making his 600th appearance in a major league game as a pitcher tonight. His 165th start. The 1-2 pitch to Rudy. Check swing just high. 2-2. Two two. A long top of the first inning, Dave. Diego's been out there 13 minutes, and uh, as the season goes on, the fans will realize that's a long half inning. And I, the tension, I think, Diego, may be taking a little bit longer than he will normally. The count, two balls, two strikes on Joe Rudy. Segee just staring down once again with his hands on his hips in dead center field. Rupert Jones, now he bends over. The 2-2 pitch to Rudy is a fastball. Got him swinging, strike three. So Diego Segui strikes out the side here in the first inning, but not before the Angels score one run. One run on one hit. It was the base on balls, a stolen base by Remy at second. He stole third and scored on the double by Don Baylor. One run, one hit, no errors. And one left. And after half an inning, it's the Angels one and your Seattle Mariners coming up. The Mariners would like to remind fans that tonight's game is just the beginning of a big nine-game homestand featuring the California Angels and the Minnesota Twins. The Mariners and Angels hook up for five great games featuring Helmet Night this Saturday, April the 9th. For Helmet Night, all juniors 14 and under will receive a Mariner batting helmet as they enter the kingdom. Then, Rod Carew and the Minnesota Twins follow the Angels to town for three weeknight games and a very special Thursday afternoon contest one week from tomorrow. So why not make your plans to be on hand for the season's big first week of Major League action here at the Kingdome and be sure to purchase your tickets in advance. If you couldn't be with us tonight, we're certainly glad that You've tuned in on the radio and are joining us for this American League inaugural. And what a sight, even though Diego Segui and the Mariners give up a run to the Angels in the top of the first inning, to see the 38-year-old right-hander strike out the side, Bobby Gritch, Bobby Bonds, and Joe Rudy. Thank you, Kenny. 23-year-old left-hander Frank Darrell Tanana gets a start for the California Angels tonight, a 19-game winner for the Halos last year. He lost 10, and one of the league's top earned run average averages of 2.44. For Tanana, he is making his second start in an opener. Nolan Ryan, who pitches tomorrow night, holds the club mark with three opening day starting assignments. Tanana lost a 5-2 decision to Oakland in last year's opener at the Big A at Anaheim Stadium. And before the first man steps in for the Mariners' Dave Collins station identification time, this is the Seattle Mariners Baseball Network. Take me out to the ball game. And Peter B. team up to bring you midday fun as well as something for nothing from 10 to 3 every weekday on KBI Seattle. And we're set for the first Seattle Mariner batter, Dave Collins, to lead it off the pitch by Tanana. Fastball foul back up on the screen. Of course, Tanana 
and Dave Collins, very close personal friends, having been teammates with the Angels last year. Collins, the designated hitter, then the second baseman, Jose Baez, and the left fielder, Steve Braun. Collins, as did all of the Mariners with the bat, had an outstanding spring. Yet, had two home runs, seven RBIs, hit 302. While with the Angels last year, hit 263 with four home runs and 28 RBIs. The 0-1 pitch by Tanana, a fastball inside. Frank Tanana is as good against a right-handed batter for a left-hander as any man I've ever seen. He can come right in on the black on the corner of the plate. One ball and one strike. The 1-1 pitch, a change curve taken low. Two balls and one strike. Tanana, last Saturday in the freeway series between the Angels and the Dodgers, was ripped in Los Angeles. It was a 14-12 loss for the Angels. The 2-1 pitch, a change taken just low. Ball three. Three balls and one strike. Collins staring down at Jim Busby coaching at third base to see if he is going to be turned loose three and one. Veda Pinson with his hands on his hips coaching over at first. The 3-1 pitch now to Collins. A fastball foul back up on the screen. Dave got a good pitch. Three balls and two strikes. Tanana in the last three years has won 49 games while only losing 28 and that has been with a struggling Angel Club. Certainly one of the premier pitchers in all of baseball. Three balls, two strikes, and the payoff pitch to Collins. A fastball, strike three called on the inside corner as the right arm of Bill Haller came up and Collins had a half step on his way to first base. So Tanana strikes out Collins looking. One away here in the first, and here is Jose Baez. Baez making his major league debut here tonight with Albuquerque. Last year, hitting at 308 in the Dodger organization purchased from Albuquerque. Hit 268 in the spring. And the one thing we learned about Baez is he is an awfully good high ball hitter. The pitch to him is a low curve inside. Ball one. One and oh. Frank Tadena averages over seven and a half strikeouts a game. The 1-0 pitch to Baez foul back up against the screen, one and one. Baez is from the Dominican Republic. Last year in 288 innings, Tanana struck out 261 for an average of over eight, but in his career, he's averaging almost eight. The 1-1 pitch to Baez, line drive, base hit, right center field. Over to get it is Bakhti, he fields it, and there is the first Mariner base hit in history. Jose Baez, a line drive into right center field. Listen to this crowd. Well, that's got to be the thrill of a lifetime for young Jose Baez. That is something they will never take away from him as he rips one into right center field by Jerry Remy. The outfield for the Angels, Rudy in left, Bakhti in center, and Bobby Bonds in right. The ball will be taken out of play by the home plate umpire, Bill Haller, and that will go into the Royal Brougham Museum, I am sure. That great museum located right here at the Kingdom as Jose Baez picks up the first base hit in Mariner history. Here was Steve Braun hitting at 3.06 on the spring, left-hander against left-hander. The pitch, a fastball, a strike, and Baez that time was headed back toward the bag at first base as Tanana, who has an excellent move to first, had him going back the other way. 
0-1 to Steve Braun. Baez, one foot on the carpet, one foot off. And the 0-1 pitch instead is a lob toss to first baseman Tony Salida, but Baez is back easily. Outfield playing Braun straight away. Braun, one of the fine hitters in the league, hitting 288 with the Twins last year. And the pitch, a curve outside. One ball, one strike, and these fans already here in the bottom half of the first inning beginning that staccato applause for a Mariner rally. One and one. The Mariners trail it one nothing. Baez a little bigger lead this time. Tanana looks over there, comes to the plate to Braun, and a ground ball to Remy. Remy goes to Gritch. Gritch is relayed a first to double play. So there's your first double play in Mariner history in the Kingdom. In Kingdom history, the Mariners do not have a double play as yet. The Angels turn it over. Remy to Gritch to Salida. Four, six, three. In the first for Seattle, no runs, one hit, no errors, nobody left. And after one, it's the Angels one, the Mariners nothing. Olympia, Washington. As we go to the second inning here at the King Dome, Tony Salida, the Angel first baseman, and then the center fielder Bruce Bakke and third baseman Dave Chalk to face right-hander Diego Segui as the Angels lead the Mariners by a score of one to nothing on the base on balls and a couple of stolen bases and then a double, a big swing and a miss that a Diego Segui chains that time by Salida. He can't find it. Oh, and one. In the National League opener this afternoon at Cincinnati, we understand they had to sweep some three inches of snow off the ground at Riverfront Stadium. The 0-1 pitch on the way to Salida's a change again, swung on and missed, 0-2. So Segui strikes out the side but gives up one run in the first inning. In that ball game, Cincinnati beats San Diego by a score of 5-3. This is the American League opener. A lot of other clubs get underway tomorrow. The 0-2 pitch to Salida by Segui. A fastball just high. One ball and two strikes. Tomorrow, it'll be a big day in Toronto as the other expansion club, the Toronto Blue Jays, will host the Chicago White Sox. And the 1-2 pitch to Salida and a high towering fly ball into shallow left center field. The shortstop Reynolds out. He's calling everyone away. Look out, gentlemen. It's Reynolds who makes a one-handed catch. Here's an example, our first example of a high pop fly in this gray roof. And some of the outfielders were having problems picking it up yesterday afternoon at practice. That time, Craig Reynolds ranged well out into shallow left center field to make the catch, and Rupert Jones was crawling right up his back. So, one away. Here is Bruce Bakhti. Bakhti apparently has solved a nagging angel problem, that of center field. Certainly with the bat. 
Bakhti by far the hottest angel all spring long with that wood hitting at 426 the pitch to him a curve inside ball one one ball and no strikes Bruce with three home runs this spring 16 RBIs had a pretty good year last year was switched around from first base to left field played a little right field and the 1-0 pitch to Bakhti and a line drive base hit into right center field over and try to cut it off is Stanton backhands the ball gets it back in in a hurry and Stanton did a fine job of getting to the ball in time that ball was screaming Bakhti has the second angel hit and here is Dave Shaw so Bruce Bakhti standing down at first base he's still smoking that bat hasn't cooled off at all David Chalk from Texas out of the University of Texas now is the opening day veteran for the California Angels making his fourth start in an opener Chalk was hampered last year because of the change of positions he had some 50 points less than in 1975 because he was moved from third to short now he's back at third stretch by Segui and the pitch to Chalk away ball one one ball and no strikes. Dave hitting 217 with the Angels last year. Drove across 33. Did not have a home run. Homered once this spring. Drove in nine. Bakhti at first with one away. One nothing Angels. We're in the second. Segui has the fork ball. He'll throw the screwball from time to time. Of course, the fastball and the curve. And he will change speeds on everything. Segui kind of surveying the situation as he stares around. Checks his outfield. 38-year-old right-hander now ready. The 1-2 pitch to Jerry Remy coming up. And here it is. Curveball on a ground ball tapped up the first baseline. Danny Meyer fields it. Goes to the bag just in time. He and Segui had some mix-ups on signals as Segui was arriving on the scene. Meyer was ready to shovel the ball to him, but as Diego got right to the bag, he stopped. And at the last moment, Meyer stuck out his foot and just did make the tag at first base. And of course, on the play, Chalk and Humphrey move up 90 feet. Chalk to third and Humphrey to second. Remy can fly. He arrived on the scene just as Meyer tagged that initial bag. Bobby Gritch struck out in the first. 0 for 1. Chalk from third, Humphrey from second. It'll be right-hander against right-hander. Segui from the stretch. And the pitch. A strike taken. Nicely thrown that time by Diego. Diego gives you a lot of motion. Reaches down to the right of the mound. Grabs a piece of dirt. Wipes the earth. One of four spots here in fair territory. Make it five spots in fair territory that are our natural dirt. And the pitch, a high fastball to Gritch. Of course, the sliding pit area around first, around second, around third, the home plate area, and the pitcher's mound, and the catcher's area in the bullpens. I beg your pardon, it would be the slabs. The pitcher's area in the bullpens are the only portions of real Mother Earth here. The stretch, and the 1-1 one -one pitch to Gritch, just low. Ball two, two balls and a strike. The Angels, two runs on three hits. The Mariners, no runs, one hit. And that honor of the first base hit will go to second baseman Jose Baez. Diego stretches, and the pitch to Gritch in a line drive. However, will hold up, I believe, long enough for Stanton to make the catch near the one-in track. So Gritch skies out to Leroy Stanton as again the ball taken off here in the kingdom. And the Angels 
in the second get another run. One run on two hits, no errors, and two left. And after an inning and a half, it's the Angels two and the Mariners nothing. Imagine for a minute that you're standing next to a beautiful, gleaming 1977 Chevrolet Chevelle. Handsome, isn't it? Now, let's walk around it and see if you can guess its price. This Chevelle Malibu Coupe has a coach window and a formal coupe roof line. It has fiberglass radial tires. It has full coil suspension, front disc brakes, soft carpets, hidden windshield wipers, and dozens of other features to make it a very complete mid-sized car. Now, what do you think is the price of this Chevelle? It's not $6,000, not $5,000, not even $4,000. It's $3,885. That's manufacturer's suggested retail price, including dealer preparation. Price higher in California. Tax license, destination charge, and available equipment additional. $3,885. Beautiful price. Beautiful car. The smart, complete, mid-size Chevrolet Chevelle. In the bottom half of the second inning, the Mariners send down the middle of their batting order. The cleanup hitter, Leroy Stanton, then the third baseman, Bill Stein, and the first baseman, Danny Meyer. The Mariners, as a team, finished up the spring hitting a robust 331. And Leroy Stanton enjoyed perhaps his best spring ever, hitting a 354, two home runs, 11 RBIs. Had the super year for the men he's playing against tonight, the Angels, only two short years ago. Leroy from South Carolina last year had his problems. Hit only 190, a couple of home runs, and 25 RBI. Stanton wearing the number 26. Meanwhile, the home plate umpire Bill Haller had ducked back behind home plate. Underneath the stands for a moment, and he arrives on the scene a little tardy, and we're set to go. Wind by the young left-hander, and the pitch to Leroy is a curve low and inside. One ball and no strikes. Danana? As more or less promised, he would win 25 games this year. And the Bryce softball from Detroit says, I expect to be 2-0 when I leave Seattle on Sunday. And the 1-0 pitch and a ground ball to the left of the shortstop, drifting by into left field. Over to get it is Bakke. Stanton on his way for two. The throw to second base. Leroy is out of there at second. some daring base running as the center fielder Boxy fielded in a hurry. They threw to Remy and Stanton. Dirt all of them in front of his uniform will get a round of applause anyway. That's the kind of daringness, Dave. We're going to see win or lose all season long. First base coach Beta Pinson going for that little extra, maybe taking a chance. He did it in spring training, and that makes for excitement. Here is Bill Stein against the man, and the change is swung on and missed. 0 and 1. Well, the replay, you will get that reaction. Here we have the instant replay, the television up there, and they showed the play at second base, and obviously 59,000 thought that he was safe. It took an excellent, perfect throw to get him, we might add. And Bakke in center field, well, he may have that job all year long. He put it right on the money to Remy. 0-1 on Stein, the 0-1 pitch, a fastball just outside. One ball and one strike to count on Bill Stein. But in all honesty, I thought Leroy Stanton was out. He went in head first, and the throw was just perfect. The pitch to Stein and a fly ball into right center field and deep. Way back on the ball. Back to the boards. It is up against the board. 
Stein on his way for two. The throw to the cutoff man, Gretchen. Bill Stein has the first Mariner extra base hit. Well, the ball taking off in right center field, and of course the daring base running that time cost the Mariners a run because Leroy Stanton would have scored from first base. There is the instant replay here at the Kingdom on the scoreboard, or on the instant replay. So the Mariners have a runner at second, scoring position one away. Danny Meyer, the toehead from Southern California, picked up from the Detroit Tiger organization. Hitting at 348 this spring. Left-hander against left-hander. Sidearm fastball a strike. 0-1 the count on Meyer. Danny with three home runs, 15 runs driven across this spring, and it just has that sweet stroke. Dananas, 0-1 pitch, change curve, low and outside. One ball and one strike. So Bill Stein picks up the first extra base hit. And speaking of extra base hits, ah, uh, yes, you remember the stat from the spring. The Mariners in 24 games had two or more extra base hits in every game. And the next pitch to Meyer waved at and missed. He was fooled on a Tanana breaking pitch. One ball and two strikes. Danny Meyer's father, Tom, and his mom are up here from Southern California to see their son make his Mariner debut tonight. One and two. The one-two pitch to him now. Sidearm fastball off the fist, the ground ball at the first baseline. It'll roll foul. That's the one thing that you will not get at the King Dome. You will get in every other park in America except Toronto and Kansas City. Not in America, but in the American League. You will not get that kick off the dirt portion of the base pass either up the first or the third baseline. It will roll true. And once it rolled by that white line up the first baseline, why Tanana came over, flagged it down. Danny wearing a number seven on the back of those handsome... Mariner uniforms, which are white, the names on the back, Mariner blue trim, the stretch, the one-two pitch to Danny Meyer by Frank Tanana, sidearm curve, got him swinging, strike three. So Meyer down on strikes for Tanana, his second of the evening, and it'll be up to Rupert Jones to cash in Bill Stein at second. Rupert Jones. Jones, the top draft choice of the Seattle Mariners at Omaha last year, hitting 262. He's just a baby, only 22 years of age. And as a matter of fact, just turned 22 a couple of weeks ago. The pitch to Jones, a fastball for a strike. Rupert, close stance. Stands deep in that left-handed batter's box. Stein checks to his left, to his right. Tanana looks back at him, and the next pitch, a fastball, a check swing, goes all the way back to the backstop just got a piece of the bat. So the count 0 and 2 on Rupert Jones. Gee, we hope you'll make it a plan to be a regular visitor to the Kingdome here this summer as the Mariners embark on their inaugural campaign and hope you'll make it a regular listening habit to be with us each and every game. We have 161 more after tonight. The 0-2 pitch to Jones a curve just low. And Jones have a pretty good eye to take that one. One and two. Outfield of the Angels. Rudy Bakke and Bond straight away and deep for Jones. Stein checks to his left, to his right. 
Tanana, ready? The one-two delivery now to Rupert Jones. A sidearm fastball, blew him down. Swung on and missed, strike three. So Tanana has struck out three. That equals a K total of right-hander Diego Segui. And in the second, the Mariners are denied once again. No runs, two hits, no errors, one left. And after two, it's two to nothing. Angels. Here's something you ought to know. The fresher your spark plugs, the better your car's mileage. It's just that simple. The folks at Champion tested cars like yours all across the country. They found that replacing worn plugs with a fresh set of Champion spark plugs can improve your mileage and performance. So if that sounds good to you, fill her up with Champions, the world's number one seller. Fill her up, fill her up, fill her up with Champions. Pull out the old, plug in the new. Fill her up with Champions. Pull out the old, plug in the new. Fill her up with Champions. Fill her up with Champions. Fill her up with Champions. After two innings of play at the Kingdom, it's the California Angels, two runs, three hits, no errors. The Seattle Mariners, no runs, three hits, and no errors. I'm Dave Niehaus with Ken Wilson, and delighted to have Bob Robertson Jr. as our home engineer here at the Kingdom. And right now, for the play, a young man that's been waiting 29 years for this, I guess, ever since birth. It's his debut, opening night also. Welcome to the big leagues, Kenny Wilson. Thank you very much, Dave. Hi, everybody. The first pitch to Bobby Bonds. Lost it into right field. Medium depth. Out there is Lee Stanton waiting for this one to come down, and he makes the catch. Bobby Bonds flies to right to lead off the third inning. One angel down. Don Baylor to follow, and Joe Rudy will be moving into the on-deck circle. Well, here's the fellow who had the first base hit ever here in the Kingdom with two gone in the first inning, and Jerry Remy out on third base. Baylor ripped a double to right field to score the Angels' first run. They lead it two to nothing. Diego Segui, the right-hander, peers in, gets his sign from Stidson, and he works to the right-handed hitting Baylor. Fastball up high, and what a thrill it is to be here in the great Pacific Northwest, the American League, the major leagues, a great pennant contending team even in the first game of the season the California Angels and our own Seattle Mariners starting it off here tonight. Segui works inside 2-0 and on Don Baylor. We are going to have a lot of fun here in the 1977 season and in many many more American League seasons to come and we're glad you're part of it here in the Mariner Network tonight. A curveball turns over outside and Diego goes 3-0 and on Don Baylor. Don Baylor's RBI in the first inning was not only the first RBI ever here in the kingdom, but for Baylor it was his 300th career RBI. So you better believe that Mr. Baylor, the former Oriole and A's player, will remember that one for a long time. Fastball for a strike, three and one. Baylor, the DH, the cleanup hitter for the Angels tonight. California leading it two to nothing. Each club with three hits were in the top of the third inning. Very, very few empty seats here at the Kingdom. And what a great turnout. Fastball is up high. Diego loses. Baylor with one gone. Well, let's pause here for station identification. This is the Seattle Mariners Baseball Network. Number 16. 
KVI Seattle. Ken Wilson with Dave Niehaus. Diego Segui has now walked two, struck out three. He's working with one out. Baylor at first to Joe Rudy, one of his three strikeout victims when he retired the Angels on strikes in the first inning. Meyer holding with a runner at first base. The set in the pitch, and he throws it outside. It may have been a pitch out, ball one. Rudy, a 281 hitter on the spring. Hard to believe, but no home runs, seven RBIs. Joe hampered by that pulled hamstring in the Cactus League. Bill Haller, three World Series to his credit, calling the balls and strikes. He's the crew chief behind home plate. There's the drive, and it's out of here. Goodbye, way up, going, and it is, oh, about 15, 20 rows into the left field seats, and there you have the first home run ever in the beautiful kingdom. A guy we just mentioned didn't hit a home run all spring. A two-run shot. Baylor crosses the plate, and he's there to greet Joe Rudy. Well, dividends start to pay off early for Mr. Gene Autry, who owns the California Angels. The double by Don Baylor in RBI, and now Joe Rudy, a two-run home run with his rich battery mate, his rich teammate, I should say, on board Don Baylor, and boy, did he get it all. It was way gone, almost off the facade of the second deck. Here's Tony Salida. He drives the first pitch on a line out into right field. That'll fall in. Stanton up with the ball, and it's a single for Salita, who popped to short his first time up. So after Bonds fly to right, Baylor walked. A two-run homer for Joe Rudy to make it a 4 to nothing ball game, and now Salita at first base with a single to right field. As Bruce Botti, who is one for one, comes to the plate. Joe Rudy's home run the first ever here in the kingdom, and Rudy really isn't known that much as a home run hitter. In 500 at-bats last season with Charlie Finley's Oakland A's, Rudy, that all-around great ball player, had only 13 home runs. The Mariners with one gone in double play depth. The set at the belt. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Bakhti out in front that time. Can't find it. For Bruce Bakhti, it's the third straight season as an angel that he has been a starter in the opening game. 4-26 in the spring. He wears number 22, a lanky left-handed hitter. Average lead at first for Salita, who has... Uh, Average speed at best. Swing and a miss. And that's two strikes with a ball on the left or center fielder, Bruce Bakhti. The Angels with a run in the first, another in the second. They've added two here in the third inning for their 4 nothing lead. And there's action now in the Mariner bullpen down in the left field corner. Diego Sigi. Boy, he's been like a kid all week waiting to start this opener tonight. And he has had his problems so far. There's a pitch cued off the end of the bat. And back to the screen. It's still a ball and two strikes. At first base, Tony Salita. The Angels entering their 17th season in the American League while the Mariners enter their very first tonight. And in openers in the previous 16 seasons, California has won nine and lost seven. Salita with a short lead in the sliding pit at first. There's a breaking ball lined over second base. Great catch. Reynolds the shortstop throw to first. Not in time. Fine catch and back of second base by Reynolds to take a possible base hit away from Bruce Bakhti. And the young shortstop out of the Pittsburgh Pirates organization gets a well-deserved hand. And just one of many great plays we have seen this youngster make all spring long. And he turns in a sparkler here. His momentum was carrying him toward right field. So he didn't have to throw right on the money at first base to double up Salida. But throw was just wide. A great catch by Craig Reynolds. Here we are in the top of the third inning, and we have had our share of excitement. The Mariners down by a 4-0 score, but a lot has happened. There's a fastball down low. 
We saw Diego Segui strike out the Angels in the first inning. Three strikeouts, though he gave up a run. We've seen the first extra base hit, Baylor, which was also the first hit in the kingdom. We've seen a run in every inning so far. We've seen a home run. We've seen a couple of outfielders, one on each side, having to really run into the alley to cut off line shots. Here's Segui's pitch, and it's driven in the air off the bat of chalk to left center field. Rupert Jones loses his cap, but camps under it and makes the catch. The Angels are gone in the third inning. They come up with a couple of runs on two hits. They leave one on base, no Mariner errors. Then we go to the Seattle half of the third inning. The Angels four, the Mariners nothing. Well, the Mariners have a very special invitation. They want to invite all you youngsters to join the Pepsi-Cola Junior Mariners. That's a very special club for juniors 14 and under. Now, members of this club will receive six tickets to Mariner games, also a club patch, also a membership card, and a pair of Mariner wristbands just like the pros use. The membership fee is only $2, and complete details are available in all six packs of Pepsi on your grocer's shelf. So don't miss this great opportunity to join the Pepsi Junior Mariners, and we'll see you youngsters out here at least six times this spring and hopefully many, many more times. Four runs, five hits, and no errors for the California Angels. No runs, three hits, and no errors for the Seattle Mariners. So we have seen our first base hit. That picked up by Don Baylor. Our first base runner was Jerry Remy. Our first RBI came from Don Baylor. And our first home run by Joe Rudy. The first Mariner base hit by Jose Baez with one out in the first inning. And the first Mariner extra base hit by Bill Stein in the second. We go to the bottom of the third, 4-0 California. Bobby Stinson, the eighth hitter, followed by the ninth batter, Craig Reynolds, and the top of the order, Dave Collins. Stinson, a switch hitter, batting right-handed against the southpaw, Tanana. Stinson in the spring hit 304 with one home run and eight RBIs. The Mariners starting it off tonight. Tanana delivers a let-up pitch, and Stinson was out in front. Strike one. Good pitch by Tanana, and changing speeds, of course, is one of the real keys to success as a big league pitcher. Then you have to think even a vet like Bobby Stinson may be a little bit nervous his first time up. He cuts and misses on a fastball. It's 0-2. Talked to Craig Reynolds yesterday and said, how will you feel when you're in the on-deck circle for the first time at the Kingdom? He says, my knees will be shaking. And that's where he is in front of the Mariners' third base dugout right now. Swing and a miss. Stinson fans on three pitches. That's three strikeouts in a row for Frank Tanana. And he has struck out four here in the ballgame already. Tanana going into this season has struck out 10 or more opposing hitters in 21 different ball games. So when Frank Tanana pitches, there's no question about it, you count the strikeouts. Left-handed hitting Craig Reynolds takes a fastball down low, ball one. And the book on Tanana is to get him early. Don't let him get in that groove, and right now he seems to be humming along. The Mariners with three hits, an infield or a check it, a first inning single to center by Baez, and then a Stanton single in the second, and then Stein's double. There's a strike taken by Reynolds that evens it at one and one. Nobody on base, one Mariner out, bottom of the third inning, and the Angels lead the Mariners four to nothing. Angels about hit Seattle five to three. There's a bunt down the third baseline, and it'll go foul. The ball drifting and slicing off to the left, picked up by the catcher, Terry Humphrey. One ball, two strikes, as Reynolds will have to come back from first base. Pitchers do not often take all of the spotlight in an opening game. You'll see some 
scoring as we've seen tonight. Eight hits already in four runs. But once upon a time, in a big league opener, the pitcher stole the entire show. Frank Tanana looking into his catcher, Terry Humphrey. Craig Reynolds stands very deep in the batter's box. Left-handed hitter with the feet fairly close together. The kick in the pitch down low for a ball. An opening day no-hitter was thrown in 1940 at Comiskey Park in Chicago in a one-to-nothing ball game. What do you think the pitcher was? Reynolds cues Tanana's offering off the end of the bat over towards the third base dugout, and it's two and two. The White Sox in their 1940 opener at Comiskey Park were playing the Cleveland Indians. The White Sox lost one to nothing. And 37 years ago, the man who still is around the game of baseball and threw that no-hitter for the tribe, Bob Feller.